why is he in the bath? Why does he have a phone in the bath? Why did he think, I've got to do a podcast in less than an hour, I'll get in the bath? Jesus. We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet. And said loads of really dumb shit we regret. Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke. We want you to enjoy this but you won't. Okay, well, we'll carry on without him, and so be it. Mm-hmm. The, you know, we have important things to discuss, and we can't allow the fact that Chris has decided to have a bath um, distract us too much from that. Um, although I will have to probably edit out the very loud sound of you typing, much yep. like the all of the bloody editing out of Graham typing I had to do when he was spending most of the podcast trying to give technical support to Chris yes. um, in a futile attempt to do that. Um, Okay, so I I have several things I would like to discuss Okay um, And I would like your feedback Okay uh, If you may Um, So the first thing is I had a weird experience at work today um, Which I relayed in uh, the group chat And I don't know if you saw But basically I went into the gents Mm -hmm. And was followed by another man, which is not that unusual. Mm-hmm. There are quite that a lot happens. of people at work that go into the toilets. Uh, and I went to the urinal, and he went to the sink, and while I was pissing, he was washing his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, maybe he got something in his hands, nothing again, that unusual. Yeah. Started drying his hands. I finished pissing, went to wash my hands, turned around to see that he had then gone to stand at the urinal mm. and was pissing. And as I finished drying my hands, he followed me out of the bathroom without having washed his hands. Is it possible he forgot how to piss? Well, I don't know, but he walked in, washed his hands, dried them, pissed, and left. Now, he can't have been doing it backwards, because then he'd have had to do the drying and washing in the other order. Mm. Um, If he'd got something on his hands that he didn't want to put onto his penis... I understand that. Could have been chilly or motor oil or any number of horrible chemicals from our process lab that you you wouldn't want to put on your genitalia. Mm -hmm. But then surely you wash your hands after pissing as well. Surely? Do you not? If you have the the wherewithal, is your primary concern simply the integrity of your penis and not anything else? I mean, that is a fairly good description of my life, yes. (laughs) Fair. Um, Anyway, I, I... I was confused as to why, you know, why the half measures? Why not just if you're gonna if you're gonna do the whole washing your hands after everything, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was deeply. I mean, uh, you know, there are some deeply strange things that go on in our work toilets, but I think uh, that one probably was a new record. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, but people are weird, and that's fair. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, for, for mo- most people would not have experienced, like, the full kind of, you know, set of actions, so it wouldn't have seemed weird to them. Yeah. You know, lots of people leave the bathroom without ta- without washing their hands, and lots of people piss, and lots of people wash their hands, so... I, mean, I guess, think of it this way, um, you didn't have to watch him 
like get some caustic substance on his penis, which apparently was the alternative. Well, I mean that is yes, that is the absolutely a possibility given our office mm. workplace. Yeah. Um, but I would also hope that he wasn't just wandering around the building, potentially transferring whatever was on his hands onto the toilet door handle, desks, anything else. Well, if he's anything like me, for him, that's somebody else's problem. Mm. Fair. Fair. Um, mm. But it does make me glad that he followed me in so that I wasn't using the handle after he had. Well, you, you were, because you had to go out again. Well, no, because it, it, you, you push... Oh, okay. like the doors um, like the door doesn't have isn't isn't pull both ways that isn't I mean it's probably possible but yeah but you'd still push it wouldn't you I don't know I, well, I guess you, if you really needed if it was a particularly you know really had to get your get your weight behind it and you needed both hands on the handle to push it then yeah. perhaps but I mean no it was fine um Okay, uh, let, let's move on from toilets because mm-hmm. you know we ended last week, so I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is a theme for us. Let's be mm. honest. Um, but staying with the theme of workplace, yes, I am quitting my job. Well, Hooray! I have quit my job. Um, I've handed in my notice and I am leaving at the end of February. Woo! Um, um, primarily for financial reasons, but also because I'm getting a bit bored. Yeah, that seems sensible. Um, so I'm going to take a month off, maybe. We'll see what comes up in terms of other jobs, but my plan is to take a month off. Nice. And then find a job, hopefully. I mean, that sounds less nice, but... I haven't really thought that far ahead. Yeah. At the moment, I'm just in the enjoying the feeling of having handed in my notice. Yeah. Are you going to be nice and actually write, like, a handover and shit? Or uh, yeah, well, I mean, I've got, you know, I've got two months. So I, I did technically mm. hand in my notice just before Christmas, but... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing some documentation and there's no chance I'll have anyone in to replace me by the time I leave because they literally never get anyone in before somebody leaves, even when they know they're leaving and have yeah. to, like, even when, even with the people that have retired, where they've known for, like, six months their mm. end date, they still wait until, like, a month after they've left to recruit someone to replace them. Yeah, obviously. It's, like, sort of the, the, the furthest you can get from having any kind of handover. It's nuts. So, thankfully, I say thankfully, unfortunately... The other guy in my team handed, basically refused to renew his contract a week before Christmas mm. and left. And what, just upped and was like, bye? Yeah, well, he's just like, I've got another job. I'm not renewing my contract. Nice. Um, so he's gone. So they are reclu- recruiting a replacement for him, but there's a good chance he won't be there. They won't have one before I leave because yeah. the recruitment process takes fucking ages. This is contract, bear in mind. So yeah, like, it, they still manage to take forever. So there's a good chance there'll be nobody to, to hand over to. So I've just got to write some documents, which is horrible. I hate writing documentation. It does suck. But on the upside, you can do a really shit job of it because it's basically impossible to do well. Well, that's the thing. Like The, the technical stuff you can document fairly easily, but it's all the kind of ephemeral stuff, like mm. how to how you, you figure out a particular thing or how you deal with you know some horrendous process that the business has for doing a yeah. thing that's not documented anywhere because nobody can figure out how to document it. Yes. You just kind of have to know the right people to talk to and the right words to say to get yeah. them to do the thing that you want. And that kind of thing's very difficult to write down in any kind of process. Yes. You know. Obviously, the big list of people who are idiots and people who are not idiots is not a diplomatic thing to actually physically document. No. No, it isn't. Um, and I mean, to be fair, it's quite easy, because the list of people that aren't idiots is very short. Yeah. 
Um, because in part, because most of the ones that aren't idiots are also leaving at the end of February yes. for similar reasons to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that will be my next couple of months, just a wind down. Nice. Maybe do a bit of documentation here and there. Yeah. I've just, I'm, we're going through a restructure at the moment. So I've just yeah, yeah, you mentioned, have you, have you, you've still got a job? Temporarily. Um, my boss is actually doing rebellion on my behalf in that I'm technically in my notice period and she's like, I'm, I'm well aware you're in your notice period. I'm not serving your notice because I don't want you to go. So, um, <laughs> how does, how does that work? Well, basically, because does this mean you could, you could leave whenever you wanted to? No, no, no. So basically, um, I've been with the NHS long enough that even though my contract nominally expires, uh, on, at the end of the financial year, they have to treat me like a full-time employee, so they can't just... Ah, so they have to give you notice if yeah. they were going to terminate you. Yeah, so, um, which is going to be hilarious, obviously, because the organisation that pays me currently will cease existing um, at the end of February, um, and I'll be transferred over to this new organisation, um, who probably don't realise this. But, <laughs> but yes, my boss is just like... If I give you your notice, you'll leave. And I'm like, yeah. Um, so I'm not going to. So the new, I've got the money to pay you. You might just stop getting paid at the end of February. No, 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 no. Um, no, no. But, well, if they do, I can just sue the crap out of them. It'll be great fun. Um, but no, no my, my boss has the budget to pay me and everything. Okay. Um, but Just may possibly not the mechanism. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's a fucking mess. And my there's three people in our team... Um, and one of the other people in our team is seconded in, and her post that she's seconded in from uh, has been forcibly restructured. So um, she's just had to let us know that uh, the new post she's been restructured into won't let her be seconded in, so we're going to lose her, which is a pain because it takes the team down from three to two, which is never a good thing. No. Well, I mean, we've, we had one guy who uh, ex- was offered a renewal before Christmas because all, mm. all the contractors' contracts expired yeah, on Christmas yeah. Eve. Was offered a renewable for Christmas, mm. accepted it. We came back in on the the second of January. He wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I was like, thought maybe he was off until the Monday. Asked my boss about it. He went, yeah, they fucked up his contract. He hasn't got any paperwork. <laughs> like he just doesn't have a contract. Like he's accept. We offered it to him. He's accepted it, but he's got no paperwork. And they seem complete. The agency seem completely incapable of providing him with the paperwork. Um, Interesting. He still hasn't returned, and we have to assume at this point he's not going to, because <laughs> I wouldn't hang around for two weeks with them not being able to send me a contract to sign. No, quite. So God knows what's going on with that. But yeah, it should be it should be fun when they lose a third of the department at the end of February. Um, I'm not quite sure what their plan is. They don't seem to have one. So they basically, they, you know this IR35 stuff's happening in, um, in April, where they're changing how it works. Um, Basically, they're shifting the liability from the contractor onto the company. So, mm. basically, all the companies are taking the safest approach they can to avoid HMRC coming after them for massive tax bills. But what <laughs> did um, is they decided that they would just stop dealing with limited companies and contractors and just went, "Yeah, you've got to go PAYE if you want to work with us. Yeah. Um, and they dropped it on us a week before Christmas, seemingly in an attempt to force everybody into accepting it in order to get their contract renewals. Um, and it doesn't seem to have occurred to anyone that maybe lots of people would just go, no, I'm leaving. Yeah. Which is what's happened, and now they've gone, we didn't anticipate this, mm-hmm. we should probably come up with a plan for how we keep all of the people in key posts that are now leaving. Yes. Um, I'm prepared to which bet the currently doing in charge of coming up with this plan is also leaving. Uh, quite possibly. 
um, but they haven't come up with a plan yet. Um, we're still waiting for the plan to find out what the plan is, mm. and then what the plan will actually involve, and what they'll do, and who who they will attempt to get to stay, and what they will do to uh, to get them to stay. Mm. So, I think I'm probably have to edit that out. The company name, not the, oh, the yeah, details. Just bleep it or something. Or yeah, dub in the like no sex toy company or something. Oh, so excellent segue. Okay. Um, how do you feel about Australia? Um, I'm fairly certain it exists. Okay, how do you feel about the current uh, massive it being on fire thing? I mean, my uncharitable side is basically like it's largely their own fault for all the coal um, and the shitty environmentalism. Um, but also, I do feel a lot of sympathy for many of the people that didn't actively make these choices. Would you like to help Australia, or at the very least, some of the animals that have died or are dying in the bushfires? I suppose I could tolerate helping some animals. Would you also like a sex toy in the shape of Australia? That sounds a profoundly uncomfortable shape for a sex toy. Well, have I got a product for you? Is it a sex toy in the shape of Australia? I have just sent you the... Put the link in the chat. Mm, let's have a look at this. Geek sex toy. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh. 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 So there you go. It's uh, it is appropriately sixty nine dollars. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Um, I'm assuming US. It might be Australia. I don't know because it doesn't actually say. Mm. Uh, I don't know which one's worth more, but probably that one. Oh, okay. I think it's Australian dollars. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, that's your only option now if you want to help is by a, a $69 dollar uh, dildo in the shape of Australia. Well, that seems a shitty deal, because like, there was that um, Instagram lady who was promising uh, nudes in exchange for donations, and frankly, I would prefer £10 for some nudes rather than $69 for... Um, uh, I don't actually know. What is uh, $69 Australian dollars? Let's, let's just do a quick... two and uh, six now, given the entire country's on fire. But, well, um, I don't think the currency is like... I don't think the currency's on fire. I don't think it's physically linked to the state of the country. So that's about £35. Though I imagine there'll be some shipping costs to get it from Australia and it might have melted. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How are they making it? Well, I mean, I'm assuming some kind of rubber moulding. Well, but isn't everything on fire? Well, not literally everything. Like, there are bits of Australia that aren't on fire. Like presumably this well, dildo manufacturer's factory. Well, oh. it's probably it's probably made in China. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Like it's probably yeah, there's probably some Chinese factory churning out dildos in the shape of various countries. Mm, and that makes sense. You know. Okay, so a quick quick bit of trivia there. Well, not trivia. A thing to consider: which country would make the most uncomfortably shaped dildo, and which would make the most comfortably shaped dildo? Uh, well, Australia's got to be up there for uncomfortable. I reckon so. Um, I mean, a lot of countries are quite uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah if you think about the the shapes, I reckon the outlines. Peru would be all right, but it might. I'm not sure how serrated it is. <laughs> That's a phrase you don't hear very often. Yeah. Um, and um, 
I mean, surely it's got to be one of the Scandinavian countries because That's they basically true. look like dongs anyway. But they're they're all, I think, fjordy and therefore quite serrated. Well, I don't think like the, the bits that aren't attached to the country don't count. No, no, but as in like there's lots of little mm, sort of big true. rivery spiky things going on, so it would sort of be a bit like a knife blade. I mean, if you're gonna if you're willing to accept states, then Florida is always referred yeah, to as America's yeah. America's dong. But I think, like, um, I can't remember if it's um, Sri Lanka or Malaysia or somewhere like that. It's also quite dong-shaped. But um, they've all got, like, islands chains as well, which I'm, I don't know how you'd represent. Perhaps they'd be anal beads or something. I mean, you've got the start of, a, of an entire sex toy empire here. Yeah. New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand would be great. Oh, yeah. All you need to do is work out the, uh, the, the start-up funding. Find yes. a venture capitalist uh, willing to invest in your ideas. Yep. Um, and you're good to go. And be willing to accept the opprobrium of the entire civilised world. Sure. Uh, and again, I, I like this. I've, I haven't really planned this, but this works as quite a nice segue. Oh my god, again. Um, are you uh, aware of Goop? <sighs> yes. Gwyneth Paltrow's yes. uh, pseudoscience product company that will sell you healing crystals or like you know that um, the vaginal egg yes well no I was thinking more you know the the thing you can get that was like on the home shopping channel that's for like steam cleaning bathrooms like a, a sort of portable cleaner. yeah but like the portable steam cleaner for you know steam cleaning bathrooms and stuff okay. you can basically get one of those but yeah for, for vaginas so I'm given to understand that one of the key aspects of steam, sort of a a defining fact of it, is that it is boiling water. It doesn't have to be. No, I suppose not. Yeah, you can get sort of vapour. I mean, if you're talking water vapour, if you are literally talking steam, then yes, Yes. hot. But, you know, you can obviously vaporise water through other methods. Yes, that's true. Okay, so Um, so a a water vapour cleaner rather than a steam Well, I don't know. This could well be... I, I haven't tried it not owning this product or a vagina. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming we would hear the screams from here were it actually steam. Um, but the reason that it's come up is because uh, she has launched a new range of products. Oh, God. Yes. One of which is a candle. And no, it's not. Oh, yes, I have heard about this. It's probably not what you immediately go to, but it is, yes, a candle that is apparently... Well, it's called This Smells Like My Vagina. I love that they went for the crashingly... Unsubtle name. Yeah, I. I'm so very... I have seen people describe this as actually genuinely feminist on the basis that there's so much like hysteria about what vaginas look, smell, feel, what have you like, that actually making something that smells nice and saying, yep, this is my vagina. Oh, I, I thought you were going to go down the route of like candles are inherently phallic and therefore no, 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 need no. to counter um, it with. No, no, actually genuinely like making something that smells like and saying, this smells like a vagina is actually somewhat feminist, or it would be if any human man would ever buy it or smell it. Well, I mean, let's be honest, really honest, with the exception of those companies that desperately try and market products to men by, like, making them camo-designed or smell like bacon, scented candles are not really a male-focused product. No. All right, they never have been. Like I said, you can get like the stupid. This one smells like bacon or engine oil or whatever, but that's horrible. If you want your house to smell like bacon, just cook some bacon because then you have bacon yeah, and your house smells idea. like bacon. You know, you can probably also actually make a fairly decent candle out of bacon fat. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, if you really want to go down the the extra route of that, then yeah, you can then have your own and not spend you know 
probably 30 quid on somebody's very mm. expensive bacon scented candle that probably yeah. smells more like um what are those crisps called the ones frazzles. that are frazzles thank you um rather than actual bacon um but yeah so it's not really it's obviously it's target like surely this therefore this product is targeted at women primarily yeah but, but most again, of most of the most of the paltrow stuff like is women targeted it's not really yeah, you know, a, a man it, brand it, it's utter shit but, but it makes you wonder well then who's the target market like well, who would, get, who are they thinking will buy these candles well i think it's the general market for goop people which is stupid rich people um who want oh, to sure, but that I, I get the like idea of like this will this will you know somehow make you healthier um, you know, or this crystal mm. will align your energies and give you, you know, make you feel bright and alert in the morning, all that mm. kind of nonsense. But this is a very specific thing, and it's like, why? Who's thinking? I want to buy this and use it in my house. Um, I mean, can you imagine the conversation though? You uh, imagine you were married to such a profoundly damaged individual that would buy this, and she comes home, and you're like, and is like. Hello, husband. Um, can you smell that? I have made the entire house like Gwyn- smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Would you like to have sex and pretend you're having sex with Gwyneth Paltrow instead of me? That's like the only mental model I can sort of... Well, I guess that's the question. Is it Gwyneth Paltrow? Like, it doesn't... I understood that was how it was marketed, yes. Oh, okay. You see, I, I was unclear. I thought it was just generic. No, no, I, I think it is specifically her vagina, but... Um, oh, okay, so it's a bit like when but I, celebrities I do, is... like, their own perfume. And yeah. it's like, this is, this is, this is my, my thing. Hang on, hang on. Uh, let's have a quick You're going to have to go to the Goop website now and read the product description, oh, aren't you? No, I'm going to find somewhere to screenshot it. Um... <laughs> Rather than giving them the traffic. Yep. Goop vagina candle. <laughs> it's a dangerous search at any time. Why Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a candle that smells... Yeah, Gwyneth made a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina and because it's supposed to smell like her vagina. Obviously, oh, okay. it doesn't smell like her vagina because it smells like... Um, I saw someone wrote the, like, not tasting notes, but you know what I mean. Scent notes. Oh, yes, here we are. Um, a mix of geranium, citrusy bergamot and cedars... Sorry, cedar absolutes. What is she Fuck. doing with her... I mean, to be fair, with well, some she's other a bunch products. of geraniums, bergamots, <laughs> and cedar trees up there. Uh, uh, also, with damask rose and ambrette seed. I mean, to be um, fair, if she's been using some of her own products, it's entirely possible exactly. that like, that is the things that she recommends you shove up there. It, it, I can well believe it would smell like that. Um, okay. But I presume it's also aspirational that, like, people will be like, "Oh, you can you can attempt to emulate, yes, emulate the smell." Yeah. Okay. Because I, I presume, like, given that she has a whole lifestyle brand, it the the shill would be well if you're you know if you're doing all, your, if you're buying all my other products and doing all the other things that I obviously do. And, yeah. Then you know, aren't your vagina about. too will smell like citrusy bergamot, which is a citrus fruit. So of course it fucking smells citrusy. Um, anyway, um, your your vagina will also smell like this, um, which undoes the feminism then, because the pe- people will smell their perfectly normal vaginas that don't smell of bergamot and ambrette seed and what have you. And say, I have failed like, oh, shit, because... I'm a terrible woman. Um, yes. Okay. okay, so the one well, the one nice note about it actually is shit. Um, 
And I feel I ought to credit the, the Twitter person who made that point, but I can't remember who they are. So excellent, I'm, I'm that's very helpful. Thank Twitter you for person. thank you for bringing that up on the basis that you couldn't then remember what it was. Well, was at least I'm apologetic. Like mm. you know, I'm Fair. a man on the internet. I'm, not, I'm never going to be great, but at least I can acknowledge wrong. <laughs> you can at, you can at least apologise a lot. Yes. Okay. Well. And this is, uh, I didn't even realise that this could be, but I just happened to have read an article that suggests this is in fact a segue to uh, the, what is currently the the greatest uh, and most important issue facing our dear country at the moment. And no, I'm not Please talking about, I'm not, I'm not talking about crowdfunding Big Ben making a bong. Thank Christ for that. Um, because that's just incredibly fucking stupid and yeah. if you really if you haven't already seen it I highly recommend that you go and see the Express's front page from today uh, in which Ooh. they claim there is a Remainer conspiracy to jack up the price of making Big Ben bong on the 31st of January I mean not going to lie that's not the craziest headline that I could have read because no, but it's I would just 100% do like, that the, but... the desperate grasping search for some grievance is never ending. You do wonder um, what would happen to the Express if we managed to basically export or you know. Well, the weird thing is they're, they're owned by the Mirror Group now, so they don't even have the same excuse that they used to have for being fucking mental. They're just doing it out of habit. Well, no, they're, they're doing it because it makes money. Well, yes, obviously they don't upset their audience by mm. suddenly going all left wing. Um, That's but so I want to work out how to ban the Express from my Google recommended newsfeed because it comes up about a third Express articles. And uh, it's well, upsetting. on my phone, I just said don't show me any articles from this source anymore, and it oh, stopped. How do you do that? Uh, well, if it's the like newsfeedy thing, there's just like a little button you do, and you say uh, okay. either I don't care about stories about X or uh, don't show me shit from this source. I hate it. Uh, okay. I'll have a look so at yeah, the Express quickly went that way. Um, but no, yes. it wasn't about uh, Big Bong, uh, or okay, uh, obviously good. as it, as it would have been if we hadn't left Massive Mohammed. Um, <laughs> if you remember that story from a couple of years ago, no. um, well, somebody posted yeah, no, sure. the the satirical thing the, that the details are a worrying number of people probably believed. Um, mm. No, I am talking about Mexit. Ah, yes. I had um, temporarily blocked that from my mind. Yes. Um, Yes. It has been receiving front-page coverage on the BBC website for literally, what, a week and a half now? Mm. Yes. Um, Multiple news stories every day about whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah. Which largely seems to be that Harry didn't tell his gran that he was fucking off to Canada. Yeah. And I mean... It's fair because the royal family did kill his mum and everybody treats his wife like shit. Yeah. So I kind of understand his drive to get the hell out of here and go somewhere else. No, in as much as I can bring myself to give a shit, I'm I'm pretty supportive of his their general sort of yeah, buy. My, my issue with it is very much the insane media circus that has developed around this and yes. all the people going how dare they abandon us who are we going to slag off now yes so th- this does bring me back to my uh, the point I was making a second ago what would the express what will the express do once we have brexited and once you know uh, well i presume they will continue their diet of uh, princess diana madeline mccann and ooh isn't it a bit hot or cold is Madeleine McCann still a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 
like fairly regularly. So I I follow um, uh, Neil Henderson on Twitter, and he does tomorrow's papers today. Yeah. So you know, he tweets out the front page, front and back pages of all the papers mm. pretty much every day. Um, and yeah, like it's pretty regular. I would say at least fortnightly. There's another Madeline McCann story. Good lord. Yeah, it doesn't go away. How long ago was that? Uh, Is it twenty years? Uh, no, it's not that long ago. Well, it feels like it could be. Uh, it was two thousand and seven. Thirteen. Okay. No, yeah, thirteen years ago. So, it's a long time. Um, but yeah, it's still apparently getting them views. Mm, well, I mean, I guess nothing else important is happening at the moment, so why not? No, well, I mean, well, we've covered off all the important things mm. already this evening. Um, you know, Australia's on fire, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smells of candles, mm. um, I'm quitting my job. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the Express will have strong feelings about that. Well, I, if I don't get front page coverage, I'm going to be very disappointed. Mm, rightly. But yeah, so that's... I mean, what else are you going to put in the news? There's nothing else going on. Nope. Um, actually, what is else? What else is going on? Like, I, I genuinely have kind of... I've started using um, focus mode on my phone What's during the day. Do? So basically, you just set a schedule. Mm. Uh, you pick the apps that you want. Mm. And then it disables them all during that window. Uh, um, and you can you can choose to take a break, and you can take like a you know five minute break or a half hour break or whatever, so lunchtime or whatever it mm. might be. But it just means that during the day, I haven't got Twitter, I haven't got Hangouts, I haven't got yeah. you know that sort of stuff. Um, and so I'm just kind of it just stops me from dicking around at work. Rather, yeah, than, I um, have taken to locking my phone in my locker. Yeah, uh, I mean that achieves much the same thing, but this yes. way I can still use my phone. For things I actually need to use it for. Um, So, let's see. What's going on? Uh, Everything's on fire. (coughs) Uh, Prince Harry. um, Trump being a mob boss. uh, Labour leadership campaign being awful. Lots of people dying due to sepsis. Yeah. Seems to be... Oh, and um, this whole flyby thing where the government's basically... Oh, yes. Uh, bailing them out and reducing passenger duty for them and everyone else is like what the fuck and you can't just do that for one airline that's blatant like market manipulation etc mm. etc et um, but they don't seem to care because yeah. apparently I didn't realise that like Flybe basically runs pretty much 100% of the like commercially unviable internal flights in the UK yes um, so if they collapse, there's like entire airports that just have to shut down because nobody else flies to them. Because it turns out there are more regional airports than I thought there were. Well, there's shitloads. Um, I still don't understand who flies there. Well, nobody why. does. That's the problem. That's oh, why they're going yes. out of business. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's like one dude a week that flies from like Anglesey to Luton or whatever and back yeah, on really a very empty fly B flight. And don't get me wrong, like I don't. I'm I'm not for cutting off transport links to remote places no. um, because fuck knows the trains and buses aren't going to provide that to you. But at the same time, there's only so much you can do if it's completely commercially unviable to run a service. Either the government subsidises it yes. and does that openly 
and says we are subsidizing this because otherwise nobody can travel out of these places and you know yeah. spends their entire life isolated like one of those south american tribes yeah. or you just accept that it's not going to be doable yeah. you don't just kind of do this whole let's pretend it's all fine and then occasionally throw a few billion quid their way to I keep mean, it all running let's pretend it'll all be fine and throw a few billion quid their way is pretty much this government's modus operandi i mean that's fair Oh, James Bond will remain male, says producer. Yeah, no, I was no trans disappointed because I thought that like Emily Blunt would be a good Bond in that, like, the entire country wouldn't. Well, I said the Gamley half of the country wouldn't start rioting because she was at least still white. Um, mm. But it, I think, no. um, oh, what's her name? Uh, I thought make a good Bond. Um, what uh, hang on, I will tell you in a second who I mean, but. Yeah, like I, I, I don't really know if I care that much. I, I like it don't. would be. I mean, you know, as in, it's not like I. It, it doesn't bother me either way. I'm just not that fussed about whether it happens. I'd quite like it to, just because of how upset it would make certain people. Yeah. Uh, well, there was a period in my life where I, um, I very much looked forward to Bond films and was like. This is, Gwendolyn this is Christie. Like Sorry? Gwendolyn Christie. Yes, that would have been amazing. Uh, I think she'd make a good Bond. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, I'm just not that bothered. Like, it was like with Doctor Who. It's like, yeah, it's mm. good that it was a woman. I think that's a good idea. You know, why not? There's, like, Doctor Who is, you know, there's literally no reason why you can't. No. Um, and to be fair, Bond, you no reason why you can't. Like, Bond's no. been played by several different people. I don't know if anyone noticed. Yes. But it's not the same guy. Yeah, I was always slightly disappointed, actually, with the last one. That there used to be this sort of um, uh, fan theory that um, James Bond was a code name, uh, and that all of the different actors were playing different, if well, you like, people. So it's sort of like a, a sort of a code name within a code name. Yeah, exactly. It's so like literally when you when you take on the mantle of 007, you also have to change your name to James Bond. Well, no, it's just everyone calls you James Bond because you don't want your real identity to be... Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But, the, yeah, like, yeah. surely the whole, that's the whole point of having the code name of 007. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, it would be like going... It would be like going that, you know, also whoever's M has to change their name. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I get... I, like, I, you know, I don't think you need that, really. I mean... Well, I mean, it is... You can do, but then, you know, again, like, does it really matter... No, I, I mean, if you, I guess, yeah, you could probably wangle having a woman that was called James Bond, but all you got to do is change to Jane. Yeah, like it's, it's like, it sounds exactly the same when you're doing the stuff. Nobody cares. Yep. It's you know, I just ah. Oh. Yes, it's all a bit depressing, isn't it? They definitely, if they're going to do that, though, they definitely need a, a dude money penny. Yes. Well, again, like they did with uh, Chris Hemsworth in the Ghostbusters remake. Yeah, basically. I mean, that film wasn't very good, but not because it had women in it, just because it wasn't very good. I enjoyed it, I have to admit. Like, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't the greatest film I've ever seen, but I thought it was a perfectly decent popcorn film. Uh, I mean, probably, yeah, if I'd seen it out of any context. Yeah. I'd probably have enjoyed it a bit more. Um, but I didn't think it was particularly great. Um, but, I don't know, I, I think... See, I have I have a soft spot for bad films, mm. but generally speaking, only when they're like really dumb bad films. Like, if the bad film expects me to put a lot of 
thought into like what's actually going on yeah. then uh, that that immediately like, I'm done with that but if the bad film is just like you literally don't have to keep track of anything just yeah. the things happening we then I thought Ghostbusters was like that I can't remember any particularly interesting well, plot details I, I, I think that the, there are two very different elements there which is whether or not anything was going on and whether you can remember any of it no that's fair that's fair um, like it had a plot Oh yeah, no, but like I don't, I don't remember it being a plot where you had to be like. Like I saw hmm, so I like, uh, last weekend. I watched um, Six Underground, which is the Netflix. I want to say uh, film with Ryan Reynolds as a billionaire who fakes his own death uh, and then uh, puts together a team of criminals to assassinate a uh, like Central Asian dictator. Okay. I mean, who he who annoyed him? Sounds dreadful, but sure. And it's it's directed by Michael Bay. Excellent. So I mean, I, that you don't really didn't know anything else about no, 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 it. No, no. And it's it, it's it's a bad film, mm. but it was very entertaining to watch. Yeah. You know, there was lots of car chases and things exploding and stunt set pieces and quite a lot of shots that really obviously were stunt doubles, yeah. and it was you know, fun. But, like, literally that description of the plot is all you need to know for the entire film. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is the complete summary. Nothing outside of that really occurs. You know, there certainly isn't any kind of nuance. No. And that that's about my level of where I like my bad films, where yeah. I can I can literally kind of you know, go and make a cup of tea, come back, and... I haven't missed anything that's significant. Yeah, no, I can see, I can see that. Um, again, like complete personal preference, I do understand. Ghostbusters fell squarely in that for me. Like, okay, well, that's fair enough. Like, I, I said, I don't, I don't have any jokes. animosity towards the film. Yeah, um, like lots of people do because of the, yes. the women's. Oh God, yes, that was incredibly tedious, and yet a precursor of things to come. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I, I have no problem with. I've, on the other hand, I also take the view that, like. Why not just do the same premise, but not James Bond? Like you well, we don't have to. Like, you don't have to gender swap everything. You can just go. Well, why don't we just make it like James Bond's quite a bad character. True. Like it's he's very one dimensional and quite a shit person. Hmm. And why not just make a better like secret agent character that's a woman that does kind of the same thing but doesn't have the baggage. Yeah, but you see, I quite like the shittiness... I would quite like the shittiness of the James Bond character gender-swapped. I actually prefer the idea of it gender-swapped than to being black. So, like, if you did, if you had to say Idris Elba as James Bond, you'd almost be remaking Shaft. Um, yeah, but I, I know. don't know if they would have the balls... If they, if they did a woman Bond, I don't know if they'd have the balls to basically have her act like Bond. Yeah, and see, yeah, I can see that being a problem. Because you're actually. right, it that would be good turns, if they did that. Yeah, but I don't it would think turn they into would. Like generic spy movie with a female lead um, who didn't say or do anything interesting. And yes, that would be quite terrible. So, um, um, I do think at some point they need to reference Ian Fleming's belief that gay people can't whistle. I'm sorry, what? It's, I can't, which book's in? I can't remember one of his one of his Bond books. There is a reference to the fact that gay people can't whistle. You know what? I'm not even going to engage with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Right, I I shudder to ask this, but do you have any content? Have you remembered what it was that you were going to... Um, it's not very interesting. We've kind of done a film section already, but um, it was that um, Jules from Pulp Fiction uh, was originally written to be played by Lawrence Fishburne. And I was thinking... A, how amazing would it have been if, in The Matrix, um, what's-name was played by Samuel L. Jackson? Very <laughs> okay, different yeah, film. No, I can see that. But but very good. Um, a general reflection on how Lawrence Fishburne is uh, amazing. And yes, yeah, yeah, obviously. He has done some really, like, he, in Hannibal, he was amazing. He did Event Horizon, which was amazing. Um, and obviously The Matrix, amazing. Um, ignoring the existence of the other two. Um, he was also in John Wick, uh, or John yes, Wick Two rather. Is, isn't he? yes. uh, he's also in uh, Ant Man Two. Not Ant Man the Wasp. Ant Man Two. Yep. Um, he is. What's he doing that? He's the like professor dude who is spoilers helping Ghost. Because uh, you see, that's another film that I've watched while making cups of tea and. See, I really like the Ant Man films. I think I think they're really good fun. I don't think they're they're too dumb at all. I th- I think they're dumb in exactly the right way, which is the Paul Rudd way. Of yeah, yeah. They they they're not they're not dumb films. They're it like it's a it's a dumb lead. Yeah, no fair. I can see that. I, I, the other film I feel that way about is Jumanji, the new one of the original. Yeah, the, the new one. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's. I mean, you probably want to say that near Graham because you know how he feels about. Yeah, obviously, yeah, quite Mr. Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, no. where were we? Yes. So basically, it was um, the sort of question um, was: what other roles do you think would have been funny or weird or entertaining had the had you swapped out the actors? So just like straight swap between actors in two different films. Yeah. What, what actor would you have dropped? Yeah. What, what pair of actors would you have, like? Yeah. The problem is, you see, there's quite a lot that you can just do that are just dumb, like dumb, yeah. funny, obvious. Like, wouldn't it be silly if? Um, yeah, well, and I feel like I the, 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 the real Samuel L. Jackson one is is quite instructive because they're both good actors. They're both. They're you can say they're both black. Bits. Yeah, they're, they are both black. Um, but but actually, like Jules was, if you like, culturally black, um, and it, it was important that he be black for various parts of the story. Whereas. Um, Morpheus, Morpheus, yeah, could have been a white guy, yeah, yeah. Or, or Asian, or, or could have been anything else. It wasn't it, his skin color didn't matter because he was in the Matrix, so he could look whatever the hell he wanted. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know because it, it's the kind of thing I'm, uh, I need more prep time. Yeah, no, it, it's a big spot. question. Like uh, the other one that was going around Twitter, I saw, which was um, take a film and uh, replace all of the characters apart from one with Muppets. <laughs> and, like, what's your best shout for... Ooh. And there are some really obvious ones, but I think there are some that are just, like, much better, mm. you know, than the really obvious ones. And you just kind of think, yeah, well, I mean, you could do, but, it, you know, it's like things like John Wick. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's like that's just... Die Hard. Yeah, but who, like... Again, like you think, okay, but yeah, but the better thing is not to make yeah, like John uh, Wick the only human going around murdering Muppets. Uh, the Battle ba- of the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm, yeah. Doesn't think, even have to be um, Who's Majab, who isn't the Muppet. It could be like Nurse Ratchet. 
Um, you see, I quite chief. like the inverse, the 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 uh, the episode of Angel approach, where just one person is a muppet. See, John Wick, where just John Wick is a muppet, <laughs> that I would totally be into. Yes. Um... Again, or Die Hard, where just Bruce Willis is a muppet. I feel like, like I like the idea of a bunch of films about Muppets murdering people in stylized ways as being fun. So Kill Bill, for instance. Mm, yeah, again, works. Any film where you've got a single yeah. key protagonist, especially if it, they're going around killing people. Unfortunately, you do basically then end up potentially in a uh, Star Wars prequel Yoda lightsaber fight scenario. I liked that. You know, it was... Well, somebody had to. Yeah, I, I, I Possibly it's just... I mean, I was it was not the worst films. part of the prequels. <laughs> yes. I was you can certainly say that like. about them. And um, that was it. I should... I was going to say I should watch them again, but I really shouldn't. Um, I haven't seen the new one yet either. No, um, neither have I. Not, not the, uh, the rise of the yes. Skywalker. Yes. Um, and yes, I'm not a... Puritanical Star Wars fan or something. Again, no. they're, they're entertaining popcorn films. But um, hmm. yes. Um, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do the um, the actor swap thing yeah. for next thing. week. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll raise it with week. Graham and Chris, and we'll get yeah. them to come with ideas, um, so that we can do that. And I think that works cool. a lot better when we've had some prep time. Um, and unless you have any other points to make, and are going to do a Chris on me, Hell no. I think that would be a good point to end it. Yep. Uh, so thank you for joining me uh, for this unexpectedly short-handed uh, episode 179. Yeah, stupid collaboration. Which I will take and try and edit tomorrow. Oh, I'm <coughs> through, bless you. I'm halfway through 177 at the moment, so I might okay, have cool. that out vaguely soon. So I will, uh, I will endeavour to edit it tomorrow uh, or over the weekend and get it out at a reasonable time. I'm trying not to do what I did last time. Well, to be fair, I was actually... I was, on, I was okay. I was more or less... I was about a week late with... Um, mm. 176 um, and then I was like two thirds of the way through editing it and Audacity crashed and took the entire edit with it and I was just like and there was so much editing because yeah. of all the typing and everything else and all the bits of silence while you like Graham was showing you pictures in the hangout yes. chat and everything <laughs> it yeah. genuinely took me like two and a half hours to edit and I just couldn't face going back to it no, um, so I left it for like two months and then finally did it last week um, so yeah. I'll try and be a little more on, on that's fine on time for this. Who's doing 178 and have they done it yet? Uh, Chris is supposed to be doing it and he so did no. do it and he published it. Oh, has he? Oh, yes. Um, so oh, the only outstanding episode is 169, which is all, and 177 obviously, but 169, yeah. which is Chris's, which he refuses to do. I might do that, but I don't think I can be bothered. I wouldn't. Cool. Some things are best left secret. Indeed. Excellent. Well, oh, I shall. Surprisingly good, you know, as an episode goes, particularly for mm. a two-hander. Well, we shall see what people think. But uh, thank you very much, and I will see you next week. Cool. See you next week. Bye. Bye.